0: It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans, by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic. It's been a long time since we've recorded, and I'm going to be honest with you, I've been very hesitant about recording. <laughs> but here we are, Yes. in January Ooh. of 2019, recording on an off day.
1: I'm sorry to all of our audiences for us not recording on our normal uh, date, which would have been December sixteenth. I caught a bout of plague. It's been going and, around. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was awful. It was really terrible. Um, I will spare you all the details, though. <laughs> and then you know, holidays and all that shit.
0: Sorry. Yeah, we we usually have a better plan uh, or idea of what's going on, but the
1: day we would have made that plan was the show we canceled because of plague. <laughs>
0: so so we have to blame the plague yes not you
1: we can blame norovirus yes okay
0: (laughs) here we are in january it's after the winter classic what day is today today's the third
1: uh yes I'm
0: i'm here with jeff and tim of course i did do an episode all by myself in between to tide people over and some people liked it i guess I know you didn't listen to it, Jeff, so it's totally fine. I wasn't, going to, I wasn't going to ask you to. I wasn't going to tell you to. I just knew, nope.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you finally coming around to uh, what's just, you know, an expected reality at this point.
0: <laughs> I realize that, you know, that whole 14 minutes and 40 seconds of episode was just more... That you could bear
1: to spend. <laughs> you know how few of our episodes I've ever listened to. <laughs> do you like know how five. many?
0: Do you know how many episodes I've listened to?
1: I so... know, and, and you're a, you're a fucking hero, VA. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, everyone's a Tim
1: and I are not worthy. It's I fun. even
0: listened to the episode I wasn't part of, man.
1: I mean, I'm sure my editing wasn't up to your standards, but I I tried. Or are you referring to ones that that Nick was in charge of?
0: Oh no no I was talking about the, that last one. Well no actually I have listened to all of the ones that you, you guys did without me. <laughs> there are multiple <laughs> cuz the Kentucky fried chicken barrel full of vodka that it's I'm never I going to
1: I, I realize I did nothing to stop that And I did nothing to stop the Bahama Mamas And I'm sorry for that But I also didn't participate <laughs>
0: I uh, No, I feel, I think I found my inspiration Next year for it, You know, if Anthony has a party
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, a Kentucky Fried Chicken Bucket Full of Bahama Mamas <laughs>
0: Well, vodka All the vodkas I think it's I think he needs to. He needs to come around to my way of thinking. <laughs> I, I just used a line from Sister Ivana from Urge Overkill, and I heard that song playing in some hockey arena lately, and it blew my mind. So anyway,
1: there's Urge Overkill songs besides the one from Pulp Fiction. Cool. <laughs>
0: I used to really enjoy urge overkill before that song and after that song so yes they they do more than just neil diamond covers is what you're trying to say (laughs) but i also loved it because i love neil diamond and i was incredibly saddened to find out he will no longer be performing but i'm so happy i got to see him
1: you know there's the thing about neil diamond nothing but respect the man is an astonishingly good vocalist I'm more in the fact that he chose to be Neil Diamond specifically, though, because there's so much potential there, and then he ended up being Neil Diamond instead of almost anything else. <laughs> I love Neil Diamond. He's a
0: fantastic songwriter.
1: That's what I'm saying. Okay. And then he, ch- and then he chose. It's, it's it's a style he ended up going with. He was a world of possibilities, and he went with that style. That's all I'm saying.
0: And they grew <laughs> up like a couple blocks away from Barbara Streisand's. their fa- they're lifelong friends. Fantastic.
1: And well, and then I will say his uh, his performance in the in in the band's farewell concert from so so the last waltz is outstanding.
0: Oh, I didn't even know he was in there. How did I not know this? I want I don't want to see it.
1: I mean, that entire movie is exceptional, but like his performance is just his. I mean, the only there's only two people in there that put their entire body into it. The other it's him and Van Morrison, and um, his his performance is manifestly better than Van Morrison's was. You now.
0: I got to see Neil Diamond at the Providence Civic Center. Fantastic show. I got to take one of the guys I worked with to go because he was a Neil Diamond fan. I was so excited for that night. It was so much work, but oh man, it was so great. So anyway, yes, Neil Diamond. And we're just talking about Neil Diamond all day now. That's it. But, and and, and, Tim, come on, Neil Diamond came to sing at a Red Sox game. After, was it after the bombings?
2: Yeah, he did. He he performed Sweet Caroline, and I have, I have... Shut a it! <laughs> with that Think very hard about what you say next, Timothy. <laughs> I just have a love hate relationship with that song because, I mean, I really hate when they play, because they played in the bottom of the eighth, going into the bottom of the eighth inning every game, and I hate, it could be, doesn't matter what the score is. The Red Sox could be down like 14 to nothing in the bottom of the eighth inning a game that sucks and everyone's like oh it's the greatest let's sing this song and i'm like no let's not they're losing 14 to nothing please i feel like it should be like when you're winning type thing not when you're losing and that's why i'm like "Eh."
0: well you now you understand how i feel about that certain journey song or maybe even living on a prayer which i learned to adopt but notice how we're not doing that anymore Oh my God! I think I killed Jeff. But actually, no. I never want to hear that journey song ever. I think that you I that was just that was
1: like you concerned me the way you phrased it. I'm just like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have deep trauma by that journey song, so I can never ever hear it again. So no, I never want to hear that. But you can understand how, like, I can understand how so- certain songs are like fingernails on a chalkboard, and you know, I get it, Tim. But Tim neil diamond like volunteered and flew himself out to sing that song for the the fenway grateful that was cool that you i i don't care what you feel about the song i mean you can feel whatever you want that's fine but you know he came out and did that and i think that is just fantastic that's the kind of man that he is you know what i mean he responded to tragedy and uh, and and he's fantastic, and I love you. Him. Know
1: what else? He played himself in Mars Attacks, which is an incredibly underrated movie. It's bad, but gloriously so, <laughs> in the perfect in a perfect way.
0: It's Tim Burton, you know. It's kitschy. Was it Tim? Bur- is it Tim Burton? It is Tim Burton.
1: I mean, that makes so much sense, but I actually didn't know that. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, it's kind of like the the Tim Burton Batman movies are like great, but they're also they're like some. Some nods to, like, you know, Batman 66 and stuff. Just some tiny ones. But you, you know what I mean. It's like, uh, yeah, it's a Tim Burton thing. But anyway, one last thing, Tim, on on Sweet Caroline. Do you know that the Caroline that he's talking about in that song is Caroline Kennedy?
2: That I did not know. See? It was
0: 14
1: at the time of recording, I believe.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds a little...
1: It's a little, you, if you really think about it, it makes you really a little squicky, which is unfortunate because it's otherwise a great song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so don't think about it that way. That's what I would say. Don't think about it that way. I don't think he meant anything icky by it, but that's who it was about. So, see? So there's, a, we have a connection to it somehow, and there's another connection. So there it is. Anyway. Okay. Enough about Neil Diamond talk. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that we have some other.
1: This has been Neil about. Diamond on topic. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Now I know. We're barely
1: on Neil Diamond.
0: I just want to have a whole podcast talking about Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond, Jeff Goldblum. Right now, just those two.
1: I'm sure there's more. We're just coming up blank at the moment.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. This has been Diamond in the Rough.
1: It's a great name for that podcast.
0: <laughs>
2: Either that
1: or nope, diamonds in bloom. <laughs> what an odd
0: podcast that would be. <laughs> about,
1: about 15 people would listen to it, but I bet they'd be the biggest fans ever. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what If you if you find the five people that fit that niche They're going to be the only
0: <laughs> Not fraud, but deep
1: <laughs> now, Jeff,
0: now Jeff if you were part of that podcast Would you actually listen to it too
1: Maybe <laughs> I don't want to commit to anything
0: <laughs> Of course you don't
1: <laughs> I mean like I, I'm still like behind on 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 Puck Soup so I'm, I'm not even Caught up to like you know the post uh, Lozo Rest in
0: peace. Uh, I can't. I I I understand, but it, it makes me so sad because I have actually listened to the two episodes. I said I wouldn't because I, I just you know I'm always I'm I'm hyper vigilant against the drama. Oh my god! I just if he says that. uh how I know do-
1: that was I know that was specifically why you couldn't listen to biscuits. That and because Lozo trying to be business like was so weird.
0: Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> fun. It was it was no fun. It was so- I don't understand
1: how that bit podcast was so business like we've kept saying it was Lozo and, and down goes brown, really? <laughs> okay. My
0: my thoughts on this uh on Puck Soup right now are um actually Down Goes Brown did not bother me as much as I thought he would, but it's only a matter of time before he pulls out drama and I'm gone.
1: Um, Lambert's, Lambert's better on the air than he is when he writes. But he's got such a wiener voice.
0: You know, you know what the thing about uh, Lambert that pisses me off is that he's the well, actually, dude. That's what he is, and it just pisses me off.
1: Oh, I mean, here's the thing about him is he's actually uh, irredeemably sexist. When you see him tweet, like in the last couple of days since Elizabeth Warren announced her exploratory campaign, if you re- 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 see any of his tweets about her, I'm like, wow, you piece of shit. You're the broest of burniest bros.
0: <laughs> yeah. There was one thing that I did agree with him on this week's podcast, and I'm struggling to remember what it was, because it was so like
1: Honestly, he's usually more right than not. It's just that the way he writes things make it really hard to cut through the chaff. Oh no, no, it was a movie thing.
0: It was like oh. I, I, I totally agreed with him and I was like, Oh He's actually pretty good about movies and
1: music, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> And I kind of wish you could see him writing or talking about those things more. (laughs) I'm not sold on him.
0: And and I find him more annoying. I find him annoying. But this is the thing that got me today. And I was listening to it while I was cleaning. Wyshynski. I didn't realize this. Wyshynski is Hardwick. He's like Hockey Hardwick. And it really bothered me today because there was a period of time where I was like, "Oh, I love Chris Hardwick," and then there was a period of time where I'm like, "Fuck Chris Hardwick."
1: <laughs> and now I'm, and now we're just like, um, so how am I supposed to feel about Chris Hardwick now? I yeah yeah I'm, I'm <laughs>
0: yeah I, I I just like the fuck Chris Hardwick was from like his just oversaturation of everything like it was just like no done just done and then the the whole. Ex girlfriend thing. I don't know what to think about that. So I've just decided that since I kind of tapped out with the oversaturation thing, that that's that's my official stance now. It's like
1: done. It's it's funny. Cause you're right. Wish is a great interviewer, but I like it better when he's able to just you know be full of shit. Which is why I, part be part of why I love Puck Soup because I see, you know, a lot of myself that I was capable of being a media person. In in Wish, he and I have a lot. There's a lot of overlaps in our tastes and our sense of humor.
0: Except he commits to listening to things. <laughs> oh my god! What was that gesture?
1: That was a dismissive wanking motion.
0: My virgin eyes. <laughs> Man, I can't believe I saw that. <laughs>
1: so, um... How far in without having mentioned, um... The, team, the, show's, the show. the show's supposedly about? Are, are, are we at right now? Are we setting a record?
0: Fourteen minutes, I think.
1: I think we might have broken the Gritty episode record.
0: (laughs) We haven't even talked about Gritty yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gritty dressed as Santa Claus and no one threw batteries at him. (laughs) But
0: he took out all the Santa Clauses. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we should talk about the Bruins because we are supposed to be a podcast that talks about the Bruins. But, you know, it was much more exciting to talk about Neil Diamond, Jeff Goldblum,
1: Verge Overkill, whatever
0: the fuck we just talked about. <laughs> um,
1: puck soup, and it's, it's lozonistless. <laughs>
0: oh, no, I'm sad again. I feel like I'm on some kind of drug, you know, it's, or when you've been drinking, you're just like, you do this thing, and then you go around, and you're like, oh. Man, that sucks. But I understand it, but, man, it sucks. But anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> the funny thing about us is that it usually takes us a while to get back on track after we've been off track for a while. So, this is I'll normal. Have, we've
1: never been on track, so...
0: No, we've never been on topic. <laughs> <laughs> and my stupid Mac, when I write out barely on topic, it says nearly on topic. I'm like, it's not the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apple autocorrect is the worst written is the most poorly written program in the history of software, with like possible exception of that of that awfully awful racist um, uh, um Custer Atari game. <laughs>
0: yeah so um (laughs) the Bruins played in the big featured outdoor game
1: the game that always features the Blackhawks but the Blackhawks always lose
0: oh do they always lose?
1: Blackhawks have never won any of the many winter classics they've been in or stadium series games
0: and yet yet they still put them in all of them don't they
1: (laughs) yep they sure fucking do that's so awesome that like we could keep that streak alive for Chicago. <laughs> but you interesting thing about this this was actually a really good game. Like it was entertaining even the even the second period where you know for the most part the Bruins played like horseshit. Um
0: Yeah, it was like they went into into the room for intermission and Cassidy said, "Boys, I want you to play as poorly as you used to."
1: We have instructions to make this make this game competitive. Even though, as we saw during the first period, Chicago can't complete a pass to save their lives. Okay, fine, boss, we'll do it. But then Berkey's pride just took over.
0: The one thing that that Chicago had figured out, at least they figured it out twice, was Tuka's five hole.
1: Yep, that second one was a deflection. That's not really figuring it out. That's happening to manage So luckily, he bounced it into his five hole, and that first one. And that first goal, I mean, that's John Moore hanging out at the post doing fuck all, leaving Brandon Perlini <laughs> in the high slot. Like, that first goal was embarrassing, and I feel bad yeah. for Tuca for having to take the blame for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like the Bruins defense forgot that they were playing defense.
1: I think they just forgot that they were playing on that goal. End <laughs> like, sentence.
2: <laughs> there was, like, four people around Tuca, and no one there. Like, Perlini was, like the only per like I've never seen someone wide open in- unobstructed at the high slot like fuck oh.
0: <laughs> yeah you know the one thing that I think we can all agree on is that everybody that is not a Chicago Blackhawks fan was kind of like who
1: who scored that goal? Yeah I believe they they got him from from uh, from Arizona in a trade that also brought them uh, someone else that makes you say who in exchange for someone else that makes you say who? Things that make you say who. That's our next In that case, basically, Brandon Perlini is actually an owl. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) There we go. That's why he was able to score in Tuca that time. He was an owl. Tuca's not guarding (laughs) against owls.
2: No, he's He's guarding against hockey players. Come on.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, so... Can I just say one thing about the, the Winter Classic? I had said before the game, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to it. And I'm not really going to watch it. And I did watch it. I mean, at least I got to that point. And I it, I think technically I have a Winter Classic jersey somewhere.
1: Um, you mean the the one signed by Patrice Bergeron? Oh, I do have that one. Yes, yes. <laughs> I I actually do. I I have that one. I did
0: not try to put it on because it is like three sizes too small like
1: that's kind of the one that you buy a jersey frame you know the one, the two panes of glass floor
0: yep yep (laughs) yep um it's definitely gonna get framed but it, it was just more like um like i i could fit maybe an arm in it and maybe a boob that's about it an arm and a boob that's all i could fit into that that jersey so i'm glad that i shared that on a podcast uh yeah so it's tiny And it was touched by Patrice. It was signed by him. And I can't believe how lucky I am that my husband bought the charity bag, and that was in it.
1: That's fucking. That was a fucking awesome score. Like everything about everything you showed us about from that from that was great.
0: I know. I know, and he was like, he said to me, he's like, I'm not really happy with what I got you this year. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I don't really care, right? And so I open up the bobblehead. I get a Brad bobblehead. I'm like, okay, this is curious. Eventually, I'll bring it up here. It's not, I have to put it together and whatever. But anyway.
1: Does it have it, did they exaggerate the nose, I hope?
0: No, but it actually kind of does look like him. So it's like,
1: you know. That's not normal. The only one I've seen that looked like the person was, was Pasta, and that's because it had that, you know, Unfortunate and weird gap And weird uh, V in his teeth Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep yep Um, So yeah I mean they do a good job And so basically uh, so I got that First and then he's like oh yeah I I don't I don't know if you'll like This or something so I open it and it's like It's Bergeron jersey And I'm like and then I open it up more I'm like (gasps) it's signed like he Touched it oh my god I I just can't believe it Those charity bags whoo they were Not skimping on those. There were a lot of things in there. We got. A, we also got a Donato signed puck. I know he nice. didn't play. He didn't play in it, but it's signed. It, he must
1: be playing tonight. But anyway, he we'll is. To, yeah. Well, he has to be because Nordstrom has a broken leg now. We'll get to that. Oh, God.
0: Yeah. So So anyway, technically, I do have another jersey, and I think you were right. I should have gotten the Sean Corrali. I hate it when you're right. Oh. But I'm just, I'm still cynical about the whole game. I'm cynical about the cash grabbiness of it. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I i guess I'm not a good enough fan to just see it for what it is. It's like, oh, it's a celebration of hockey in the middle of winter and blah.
1: And, and fucking Weezer. God damn it. Like, like Weezer is like, you know, everyone, there's a band that you know that like genre, genre wise, you should like a lot. And Weezer like checks like five different boxes for me, but I hate them so fucking much.
0: I only Pink. like the first two albums.
1: Well that's just it. Blue album's great. Pinkerton's even better. Yep. There's some okay songs on Green. And after that I'm just like, no, I can't do this shit. I can't do this shit whatso fucking ever. Is Green the one that has like hash pipe on it? Hash pipe and Islands in the Sun, yeah. Oh, I hate those songs so much. Okay, fair enough. Those you are know, the ones that I'm like they're okay. The rest of the album shit.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. See, well, I didn't buy that album. I I have the first two, you know. And uh, I really love um, what is it? Surf Wax America. Yeah, that's a great song. I love it. But yeah, uh, I knew they were gonna do the the whole Africa thing, and I have stayed away from that because I just know what it is, and it sounds it sounds like Weezer trying to be Toto. It's there's nothing special
1: about it. Unless you're gonna sing, unless you're gonna stick the landing perfectly, you don't do that with a cover. You either, you you either make it dead dead ringer, which again, really why. The example would be, of course, the Atari's doing um, uh, "Boys of Summer," which, to be fair, is gently better than Don Henley because fuck the Eagles.
0: Oh wow, I'm learning all sorts of new things today. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, or you you make it your own. Weezer did nothing of the sort with that. And like, yeah. furthermore, if you're covering Toto, why are you covering "Hold the Goddamn Fucking Line," <laughs> which is like far and away the best Toto song? And I say this as someone who does quite like Africa and loves Rosanna, but. Seriously, hold the line.
0: I had no idea that Jeff was a Toto super fan. This is this is news to me. Okay, cool. I have
1: strong opinions about Toto. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> super
2: fan. Super. Just call yourself that. I get All right, it. John Dorian to the podcast.
1: <laughs> he only listens to Africa, and Africa is like the least of my at least the lowest ranked of those of the three big hits from my perspective. Again, hold the line way up here. Rosanna down here. Toto, Africa's down here. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Rosanna was written about Rosanna Arquette. And oh, I yeah. did not know that. See, I'm full of this knowledge today. <laughs> you name a song and I'll tell you who the famous woman it was written about is. Um, <laughs> my lasting impression of Toto on on Scrubs is JD going, ooh, body butter. I wonder if it tastes as good as it smells. And I'm like, no, you don't do that somebody- with body butter.
1: Gross!
2: <laughs>
0: I am a body butter aficionado. You don't do that. Now I have eaten soap before. I ate hibiscus-scented soap because it smelled so good. It didn't taste so good. I made it myself, though, so it's okay. At least I'm I knew pretty it
2: was. sure in that episode two that that Elliot complains that JD ate all the body butter. <laughs>
1: She probably does. <laughs> I mean you probably you probably would. That sounds like a very GID thing
0: to do. Man, that is just disgusting. So anyway, Jeff is a Toto Super fan. This is something I learned. I this is my opinion on covers. I love off genre co- covers. Okay. I have a collection of them. In fact, I'm supposed to be putting together a radio show for somebody full of my off-genre covers.
1: Oh, well, I, I, I love off-genre covers, too. That's why, like, me first in the Gimme gimmies was, like, so great for me in my in, during during that era of my punk fandom. Because it's, it's nothing but off-genre covers.
0: <laughs> so you're going to love my radio show when I put it out where I have, like, cello rock group, group Rasputina covering Led Zeppelin. It's going to be awesome.
1: are you gonna have are you gonna have have much richard cheese coming all sorts of new metal or no
0: no no none of that
1: none of that none of that okay good
0: yeah that that's that's
1: that's entertaining but not good yeah yeah (laughs)
0: no 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 i've got good i've got good shit really good (laughs) shit but um rasputin i love them and uh they um they do what i think is an actual correct way of doing uh bad moon rising you know, the Critics Cl- of Clearwater Revival one is so peppy. It's like, don't come around tonight. It's bound to take your life. It sounds like so happy, you know, and they're just like dark and
1: foreboding. Don't come around
2: tonight. <laughs> but they're, they're female. So it's, right,
0: okay. yeah. Okay. So, so anyway. Wow. Okay. So Bruins. <laughs> yes. Weezer. They sucked. I'll give you. Oh, that. They,
1: were so they sucked bad. even more than could be reasonably expected for them sucking on account of being a Weezer.
0: But you know, this Winter Classic, they did not focus on it. Like, remember how, like the the other Winter Classic or the the game that was beside the road as the, that game, as, yeah, that game. <laughs> um, I call it the game that I got my fingers stuck in the beer bottle. But whatever.
1: i just say, that game.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> so that uh, that game. They, they were like, a simple plan. And I'm like, who? <laughs> and they really focused on them. And it was just like, this one, it's like, oh, yeah, like Weezer's doing something in the background. Yeah, yeah. This is
1: interesting, because yeah. Weezer's far and away the biggest act they've ever gotten for these.
0: Yeah, and they were just like, we're just steering clear of it.
1: I don't care. Like, 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 how bad is that for the NHL? They finally get an act that people give a rat fuck about. And then they the band shits the bed so spectacularly. Because, like, let's face it. We, it wasn't just that they were Weezer. Like even even in a vacuum, they were bad, Like, really bad. I think Rivers was still hung over from New Year's Eve. I hope so. If not, he was just not trying. Otherwise,
0: I think not really trying sounds pretty accurate.
2: They could have gotten anyone else. I mean, oh, it was bad. Again, this is this is the first time they've got
1: an act that anyone would care about, and then that act is shot the bed. All
0: right, why don't we just talk about? Let's let's get back to the game itself. Let's just talk about that one power play shift by Patrice Bergeron. Oh,
1: oh. okay, yes.
0: Okay, <laughs> it it has been described as basically the epitome of him as a player.
1: It was perfect. I mean, like obviously it was Berkey, but like even by Berkey standards, it was perfect. He
0: goes down. Yep. He stops Brandon Saad from a shorthanded attempt because this this Bruins power play is really awesome at giving up shorthanded goals. But I digress. He goes down and he prevents Saad from from capitalizing
1: without having to, to hook him and cause a uh, and, and cause a, a a shootout a penalty shot. Yeah,
0: right, right. He just you know he just uh, does it perfectly, and then he gets all the way back down the ice in time. To be able to just basically tap it in.
1: (laughs) It's just, just just coast to coast and back again and scores a goal.
0: Yep. This is the stuff that we see often. I don't want to say all the time. We see this stuff often. We see we might not see it all in one play, but we see this stuff often. And this is why we are like we're like, why doesn't Patrice Bergeron get the the recognition he deserves?
1: Like, that plays why they should just rename the Selkie the Patrice Bergeron Trophy. And, you know, just say, until Patrice Bergeron retires and for at least five years after, each year we will award award it to him. Then we may consider other players. Fuck you, (laughs) Andrzej Kapital.
2: Yeah, this is why the years that Patrice hasn't won it, that we're like, what the hell, why didn't he win it? This is why.
0: But, you know, that moment was gorgeous and wonderful and fantastic. But you know what? what I think was even more spectacular was having him going head to head with Jonathan Taves in the final two minutes of the game and repeatedly winning the faceoff in the defensive zone. I don't understand Mm -hmm. how people
1: don't love this. He just, just, just crushed Dr. Robotnik there.
2: And this is why the year that Taves won the fricking Selkie, he should not have won the Selkie. Also, guess what? Patrice Bergeron's also making like $4 million less. So fuck all, yeah.
0: I just want you to go into every show and just and, and and make some point about how that person didn't deserve to win the award. And it should always be Patrice Bergeron, no matter what the award is.
2: It, 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 it Yeah, I'm game. I should. And you know what? This is also why I think, and as is, is great as pasta has been this year, for me, I think, patrice has to be up for like heart consideration i mean yeah he missed time but as he goes so go the bruins he is the most important person on that team for me anyway
1: 33 and 24 is better scoring than 50 and 40 by the way too just saying
0: (laughs) yeah well uh, you know at this point i'm worried that he's not going to be in selkie consideration because he's missed so much time so we'll see we'll see i'm sure that uh Truth's going to find some way to score some more goals. And I think that's the key, unfortunately, to getting back to Selkie. Because that's what the award's all about. Not really. But that's what it's becoming about.
1: I think his real competitive competition for it this year is uh, is, is Barkov. Katori is not having as good a season as he did last year. And, Kop- and Kopitar plays for the fucking Kings, which is just not going well for him right now. <laughs> some of those other goals were pretty... Pasta's goal celebration... <laughs> the dirty bird. The dirty <laughs> bird. And, and the best part is, for the first time ever, Jonathan Taves laughed at something. Jonathan <laughs> Taves, when they were skating away, was skating away from him, and he was smiling ear to ear. It's like, holy shit, he's capable of it. <laughs> posture, oh, Poster not caused Jonathan Taves' robotic heart to grow three sizes that day.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I didn't look deeply into jonathan tave's black soulless eyes
1: <laughs> well those were still there was still nothing there but he smiled
0: okay <laughs> but anyway pasta's goal gorgeous wonderful power play goal i was a little worried that the the bruins could only score in the power play that day until sean Corrali came out and said
1: wagner was able to walk after that shot block which is impressive <laughs> And then, of course, um, uh, you know, uh, Cam Ward remembered he was Cam Ward finally. It took him long enough, goddammit. What the hell was that? <laughs> Cam Ward playing like an NHL goalie for most of that game? What the, what the fuck was that shit?
0: <laughs> I just think that you just can't let a, a rebound go around Corrali. That's it.
1: Oh, because he stuffed that fucker home something fierce. It was great.
0: <laughs> yeah, and apparently, I guess he he didn't have a goal celebration planned for it. He just did the corral leap. Who cares? It's the same thing. But I think we've one thing because he had two game-winning goals in a row. The Buffalo game and then the uh, Winter Classic. He has to wear the fishbowl forever.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Fishbowl. And the other thing the other thing about that, too, is he was on a line with um Wagner and Nordstrom, which looked great. And, of course, Bruce played that line for like what seemed like the entire rest of the game practically. Which yeah. is interesting considering Nordstrom had a broken leg at that point. We think. We're not really sure when he broke it. Yeah, all we know is that he broke it. But like anyway, so like this is screams like, okay, so if we get, you know, a middle six wing and we can put Nordstrom on the fourth line, holy crap, that fourth line has all kinds of jam and juice. <laughs> now, of course, that does leave the issue of we have two other uh, right wings who have uh would normally be playing fourth line right wing who are...
0: uh Falling out of favor.
1: And one of them makes six million dollars.
0: Well, that's not my guy. No,
1: <laughs> you're, but your guys, the other one, <laughs>
0: I, I, I know, I know, I know Poor David Backus. He can't really find a place uh, that, that fits him very well or his skills right now. David Backus doesn't really have a suitable home on any of the
1: lines right now.
0: And he also was suspended for three games, right?
1: Yep. 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 Tonight's the last game. He's, uh, tonight's his last game out. Yeah. Poor David.
0: I, I don't really have too much to say about him right now, so I'm not, I'm going to opt to to move on from David Backus. Uh We've talked a lot about the
1: Backus situation, so let's just put him, let's just put a moratorium until something interesting happens.
0: Right, right. Nolachari is. I I I hope he gets it together. I hope so many players get it together, and when they do, well, I got to tell you, I'm I I am trying so hard to stay with the. When the players really start scoring, it's going to be fantastic. But I'm at the point of if now. Because it's like, this is the make or break month, I think, for a lot of players. It's like, you gotta you gotta figure it the fuck out. It can't just be the bergy line all the time. Come on. I'll, I'll talk more about this after. We're not done with the Winter Classic
1: yet. And you can. The one other thing about the Winter Classic. It's not often that you say, wow, what a goal, about an empty netter. Oh, that was fantastic. That was that was so beautiful.
0: Bergie wins the faceoff. The puck is going up the ice. You've got David Krejci who gets tripped up by one of the uh, the Blackhawks players, but Brad's in front of him. Brad has the puck, and he almost gets tripped because there's a player who's swinging his stick at at his legs and everything. But he doesn't get it because he just shoots a perfect empty net goal. <sighs> ball
2: and ball. then it was capped off by. The Blackhawks player breaking his stick over the goalpost, which is beautiful. Just loved seeing that.
0: Yep. That whole sequence, that whole like last two to three minutes, where the Bruins were pretty much hemmed in their own zone. They've got Bergie out there taking face-off after face-off after face-off. And they win. They win. And he's right there against Tabes. It was just like, it's the matchup that people have... Wanted to see forever that they've seen many, many times, I guess. But maybe not in that context. Not in this kind of broadcasted game, I guess we'll say. Outside yeah, of, know, like, finals. The,
1: stand, the, the finals and Bergy was, you know, coming apart at the seams at the time. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm glad that Bergie was able to come back for the game. I'm glad that he's healing up really well. I never for one minute thought that any of those rumors about him not being able to play because of a shoulder injury there were some rumors. I couldn't really substantiate them, though. I'm glad that none of those were, well,
1: real. So, whew. um, some other comments. There, um, uh, the team suit game was on point with the Peaky Blinders thing. However, it caused posture knock to be like more subdued than normal, which kind of upset me.
0: Hmm. Well.
1: And lastly, Bruce didn't have a hat planned for the game, so he borrowed Brandon Carlos. It looked awful. It looked awful on him. He does not have the head for that kind
2: of hat. Oh my gosh, that was bad. (laughs) That looks so bad.
0: Bruce Cassidy did not plan properly for his apparel for the big game. And he realized on the red carpet, walking into Notre Dame, that he didn't have a hat. He was getting heckled. So he just had to borrow Brandon Carlo's hat, which was the wrong choice.
1: You know what? I think I think I think Cassidy's just not a hack guy. He's got a pointy head. Like maybe like a fez or something would work on him.
0: I'm sure that would go over very well. I like fezes.
1: I think a fez would look great on Bruce.
0: Fezes are cool. <laughs> he should have just had like the he should have borrowed
1: that the dapper Claude hat. He should have borrowed the dapper Claude hat from the um, from the first time the Bruins were
0: on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. <laughs> would I rather that my head coach Worried about his attire or the game plan? I'm going to go with the game plan. But I'm a practical person,
1: so... What are you saying, VA?
0: Well, I'm just saying that some people focus on things that aren't really important. I focus on plenty of unimportant things, but this one I'm going to... (laughs) Focus on the important thing. It wasn't a jab against you. (laughs) You seem to be really practical most of the time, I think.
1: Most of the time, yeah.
0: I don't see you, I don't don't know, when have you ever gone like, look at this hat I bought, it's so fantastic, and it's got like feathers and all sorts of things coming out of it. Have you done that?
1: That, that, no.
0: Oh, the belt buckles, oh, never mind. Anyway. (laughs) My belt belt buckles the shit, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway yeah uh I thought that was a humorous story, and as for Pasta not dressing super spectacularly because that stuff was a little bit drabby, he scored a goal, so who cares
1: <laughs> this is true he scored a goal and he did the dirty bird, yeah <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. He also made it to the all star game, not as a result of any of that, but you know, he's in the all star game for the first time, so that's gonna be fun yeah and
2: Patrice is part of that final vote thing too.
0: Yes, everybody should vote from now until next Thursday. I already voted 10 times today. You can do it, too. I did. I voted 10 times today.
1: I'm of mixed feelings, though.
0: I, I want Paz to have a buddy. Fair Patrice, enough. Patrice is everybody's buddy. Oh, wow. Who was built for three-on-three hockey? Who was built for that? Patrice, come on. It's true. like that that whole like you know little tournament thing that they do for the actual all-star game thing that's cool it's like way better than it used to be and he is built for that
1: i you know i like the tournament but i still think they should go back to the captains picking the teams instead of the divisional teams
0: right that that's fine but who is made for that kind of hockey see that's my (laughs) argument that's my argument patrice there you go boom you know i won that argument
1: Notice i didn't even
2: try to argue it
0: that's why I won.
2: <laughs> so, um we have the 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 warm-up lineups. Uh-huh. The warm-up lines. So the third line tonight is uh, Karali, Achari and Wagner. Fourth line is Heinen, Cave and Forsbacka Carlson. Hmm. Huh.
0: Well, you know David Krejci going to score a hat trick today because uh, he became a, a new papa, so
1: there it's we go. true. He's he's got to get. He's got to land his baby trick today. Yep, he's got to. And it's a son. I think Bo, I think he's, he's his first uh, is his first son. I think. I think the other one uh, was daughter.
0: There's confirmation that the the son's name is Zach Junior Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what his daughter's name is. Honestly, I I loved Tuka Rask's um helmet, the backplate of his helmet, because it had a V and an A. And uh, I was like, "Why does why is my name on the back of his helmet?" It's like great, and I know it. I knew it was his daughter's.
2: Yeah. Also, the top, the front of his helmet had he basically had himself on it, so that was cool. His jersey, Rask. I wasn't even talking about that, though. I was talking about like the Fighting Irish logo. That looks exactly like him.
1: <laughs> it looks. I mean, so he much yeah, I mean, like- yes, yeah, Tuukka Rask does look like a leprechaun, especially when he grows beard. <laughs>
0: He's an elf. Come on. Okay.
1: But elves don't grow beards. So when he grows a beard, he becomes the next closest thing, which is a leprechaun.
0: All right. Whatever. I I wasn't super big fan of his mask, but I liked the backplate.
1: So, so the jerseys, by the way, which looked great beforehand. You saw them on the ice, though. Oh. Damn. <laughs> they were nice. Meanwhile, the Blackhawks jerseys look even worse on ice.
0: I actually liked uh, the Blackhawks ones on ice. When you looked at what they looked like on aesthetics, they it was hard to tell what the striping really looked like, but uh on an actual body, I thought they looked pretty good. I, I but I'm a big fan of that kind of it style. They reminded me
1: too much of the black of, of the black ice jerseys, which were like sucks just a just a bad bad thing.
2: True. I I I think the thing with me is I didn't I didn't mind the Blackhawks jerseys that much, but I think when you have them in comparison to the Bruins ones, because they were playing each other, the Bruins ones were so much better that I think it also made the Blackhawks ones look worse as well.
1: Well, you know. Anyway, Bruins have been on point for every with their, with their sweaters for each, each some uh, winter classic they've been in. And I do like that they were the away team this time. Cause getting a cream-colored winter classic jersey out of Boston was great and it had the stripes like the 75th anniversary sweaters which are the best thing that ever happened non-whalers or nordic sweater category cuz well nords and Whalers
2: sweaters were all gorgeous but okay i hope they make him their i i want them cuz i i read something that the bruins are probably going to get a third jersey next year and i hope they make this one their permanent third yeah. i kind of want i kind of want them to
1: just straight up be their permanent you know away jerseys
2: i'd be okay with that too
0: I like them being a little bit special. I think there's enough there's enough color blocking on it that you could probably get away with it being a home jersey in some respect.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the stripes are pretty aggressive. You're yeah, right, so. yeah,
0: and that's exactly why I I enjoyed them uh, this jersey more than others because I I liked I liked the arm stripes. I liked uh, the blocking of of the jersey. I thought it looked really sharp so and i i hate white jerseys but i like this one
1: so you know, the off-white helps too right
0: well on the ice they looked really white i handled the jersey again today and it was a little bit more cream but it's not a true cream
1: that's an interesting move because usually the away jerseys and winter classics are very distinctly cream
0: yeah but if you looked at it like i and it could have been just the the, the play of the light on an overcast day they were white 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 on that ice but I can tell you, I've handled the jerseys, and they—they are—they're cream, but they're not like a heavy cream. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. You tricked me into talking about jerseys.
1: Sorry, we're <laughs> talking about winter class. We had to get it in there. <laughs> and, and I did, and I did like apologize before starting it, but that I did, clearly didn't need to. <laughs> Evil. All
0: right. So um, Nordstrom has a broken leg.
1: Yep. Yeah, which is interesting. Charlie did not play, and he's not playing tonight.
0: Uh, it's a lower body injury. Everybody, it's a lower body injury. Yeah, don't yep. know what it is, but we know that they specifically said it was not upper body. So I know that there were fans that were complaining, like, "Oh, he's soft.
1: If he's going to keep getting the head injuries," I'm like, "Okay, well, it's like, buddy, if you're going to say he's soft, tell you what, I'll come behind you, hit you in the head with a with a hockey stick, and we'll talk about it when you wake up." Yeah. <laughs> then we'll say who asked to discuss who's soft if you remember your own name right 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 right
0: (laughs) now yes yes i did see that from some jerk on twitter this week and i was like okay i think it was like mandy retweeted it and i was like oh right sure okay uh, okay but anyway yeah so uh i'm just trying to go through all the injuries uh do we know of any more sean corrales nose looks way better that, However, he better
1: stay in the fishbowl.
0: He has to stay in the fishbowl forever. So they'll just have to say that he's still injured. I mean, it, that was a pretty bad break of his nose. It was like all over the place. Two black eyes, you know, it was just like the way they had to stabilize that nose. He looked a lot better by uh, Tuesday,
1: for sure. Speaking of injuries, this wasn't an injury, thankfully, but um, that high stick that um, uh, Kevin Miller drew... When it first happened, with the first angle, I thought it caught it in the, caught him in the throat, and I was I almost panicked. Thank God it was all it was all visor. But thank God, yeah. First, I'm like no 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 no. <sighs> but the camera angle the, the camera angle in play looked bad, but thankfully.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thankfully not. So, that's good.
1: Kevin Miller, of course, was drawing penalties. Some uh, like Bob Ross here, so that was great. <laughs> Stick tap to Steve Dangle. That's not my joke. I know he usually uses it with respect to Nazim Kadri, but anyway.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Can we just talk about this? Because this happened, I think, during our little hiatus. How much did you love seeing Adam McQuaid manhandle Nazem Kadri?
1: Oh, that one was beautiful. Just beautiful. Just, 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 just like no, 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 Kadri. I've had enough of you. Ragdoll. <laughs>
0: oh my God! It was just like. It was fantastic, I loved it It was just my happy place for a while
1: Adam McQuaid doesn't forget <laughs> <laughs> He is
0: like I'm sick of you pest Wham <laughs> God, we should call him the fly swatter <laughs> <laughs> oh, So, I, I, I'm sorry I just had to, it was just like <laughs> He's not on our team anymore But he's still doing Adam McQuaid stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh, thankfully uh, i don't know what else is there to talk about i think we've wrapped up the the winter classic stuff we've wrapped up injuries yeah before we get into the schedule oh wait a minute i have one thing i want to share with you sydney crosby last night got chirped really good and wachinski was able to talk to the guy who act chirped oh Yeah, he did. So I'm going to read some of the chirps that he did. Uh, Someone named Nick uh, Lipica, who's a Rangers fan, happened to be down by the penalty glass or penalty box glass. And he chirped Sidney Crosby so much. And and Sidney was appreciative of this and managed to uh, get a stick to him after the game. Signed. uh, On the stick, it said, It said, good chirps. Take it easy on me next time.
2: And then it was signed.
0: Yeah. All right, here's the highlights. Hey Crosby, Malcolm could have had more cups if he had a better supporting cast. Hey Crosby, you were voted third toughest Canadian behind Celine Dion and a close second to Avril Lavigne. If you ask me, it should have been fourth because what about Shania Twain? But anyway, hey Crosby, when Gatorade wanted a tough guy, Justin Bieber turned them down, so they settled for you. <laughs> Hey, Crosby, Malkin wants to know where your Calder Memorial Trophy is.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's, it's on OV's um, bookshelf, I believe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, reportedly, uh, Crosby uh, did the time honored penalty box tradition of squirting his water bottle through the crack in the ice toward LaPica. <laughs> I had to share that. That was actually my happy space today. It, it made me go, oh, there's good in this hockey world. <laughs> but anyway, okay, just a procedural thing. We're starting to record and put out an episode every other week. I, I think that maybe is a content thing. It's, it's definitely a burnout thing for me. And I think that maybe there isn't so much demand for us to put out an episode
1: every week. Uh, in, in the audience, I'm, I hate to be a little cocky during the episode we're talking about, but this one felt like it went, like it went better and was hopefully more entertaining after a bit of a hiatus. So,
0: yeah, it's hard to talk about the Bruins every week, especially when it seems like a lot of the stuff is the same stuff that we've been talking about all season long. I am so tired of talking about three C and Tuca
1: and Halak and uh, uh,
0: and secondary scoring. I hate talking about it.
1: Every week, yes. So um, details aren't figured out there, fan- um, my listeners, but there is changes coming. Change is coming.
0: Yeah. So perhaps when we talk about schedule, we should talk about a couple weeks of scheduling. Okay. I'm gonna dry out my schedule. Woo-hoo.
1: Okay. So obviously, schedule starts tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern again at, at at the TD Garden against the Calgary Flames team, of course, that is now Liss.
0: Yeah. and loving it.
1: <laughs> and loving it. They, they they do seem to be, you know, know. So so local boy Noah Hannafin will be in the house. So there's that. Shrug. They follow this up, and this is how to, tidy little homestand they have here. So it's sorry. Follow this up on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern against Buffalo Sabers, who appear to who apparently will be without Jack Eichel. Why? He's uh, he's apparently day to day, and he's not expected back until after after Saturday. This came out earlier today.
0: Oh, that's so sad.
1: So local boy Jack Eichel will not be playing. Anyway, so uh, from there, uh, next Tuesday, that would be January 8th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time at the Garden against, oh, no, Minnesota Mild.
0: Oh, Ugh. I'm going to say I'm going to skip that one.
1: <laughs> yes. Followed up on next Thursday, It's January 10th. Again, 7 p.m. Eastern Time at the Garden against the Capitals. Let's hope this goes better against, than that last game against them because, yikes.
0: Uh, this week, this next week is sucky. Don't like it. Do not.
1: uh Oh, there's more. There's more VA followed up by seven p.m. Eastern at the Scotia Bank Centers. I think what they're calling it this week. It's the Scotia Bank
0: Canadian Tire Roger. No, 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 no,
1: no, Toronto. No, I'm just naming it all the things Oh Okay, well, well, Canadian. Yeah, anyway, against Toronto. Oh, I'm sorry, Canadian
0: Air. Air Canada,
1: Air yeah, Canada, yeah.
0: Scotia Bank, whatever. Yes. Anyway,
1: um, yeah. So, so against uh, Toronto on that—that's January twelfth, seven p.m. Eastern time. But they're in Toronto. Should be interesting. Verdrick um, Anderson, of course, is out, and no one seems to know how long it'll be. Let's hope it's past that game.
0: I actually am looking forward to this one.
1: Well, you see, they've played them, what three times this year, and the Bruins are uh, two and one. This is
0: the end. Like, ed- yep. This is the end. This is the end of the series for this year. I'm looking forward to it. I think the Bruins can pull it out.
1: Yes, excellent. And then, the following Monday, January 14th, against Montreal at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time at the Garden, Habs, Habs, Habs. Yeah, no Habs, Habs, Habs no. Habs in the $10 and a, in the $10.5 million, no longer a competent goaltender, Carey Price.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope that the uh, Bruins decide to win this game, because, you know, they've split the series based on the other places that they've played. So basically, the visiting team has won all of the games. And this is also the end of the series as well.
1: That last game, they absolutely caved the men, if I recall. Or was that the game before? It was bad. There was one game that they absolutely embarrassed the Habs. Yep, (laughs) yep, yep. And that was fantastic. Yes, it was. And then let's see the rest of that week, because it's a busy week, but then it goes into the bye week. The 16th at Philadelphia, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Flyers. Yay. Yay. Birds bloom. Gritty! We get to gritty, gritty! Yes! Oh my god, Right, right they will be at Welsh Fargo. Gritty, gritty,
2: Gritty, Gritty, Gritty! Gritty!
0: That's the only good thing. No, I'm just kidding. But it is a good thing. Gritty! Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Thursday, back
1: at the TD Garden. I'm sorry. 7 p.m. Eastern against the St. Louis Blues. Should be thrilling hockey against St. Louis.
2: Oh yes. The Blues are so great
1: this year. And then closing out this two-week run, a little bit over two weeks technically, because we're recording midweek, which is not normal for us, would be against the Rangers at at the TD Garden at seven PM Eastern on Saturday, January nineteenth.
0: Old friend Adam McQuaid.
1: And no and no old friend Ryan Spooner, because of course the Oilers now have him and can't get rid of him.
0: Right, but we we should expect an Adam McQuaid highlight reel.
1: Oh gosh, yeah, that'll be great. It'll be up there with the um with the Seidenberg one, the, with the Seidenberg, well, Seidenberg, Seidenberg, one. Aww. So
0: and the Ferrets one. I was there at that game. Anyway, yes. All right, cool. I have no idea when we're gonna. There's a lot
1: of home there. games this month. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, but not as many next month. Because they're going on the anyway, West Coast
1: rail Trip. Anyway. Anyway, folks, my guess is that means we're recording either the 13th or the 20th. We'll see when we get there. Right. Based, based on what we're talking about, it seems to be it'll be in one of those. All right. So, uh, So I do the thing then.
0: Yep, because I did it once and then I did it again. And that's all I can do.
1: Listeners, you've been listening to Barely On Topic. Um, you can hear us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found, assuming it's one of those.
0: Did you say iTowns? <laughs> I did. Uh,
1: you, you, you. you can talk to us on um, uh, on Twitter, that's uh, at Barely on Topic, or on Facebook, at Barely on Topic Podcast, or of course on our individual Twitter accounts. I am at Dr. HandGrade, for those of you that have... Apparently not been able to find me and have been just harassing my cohorts. Aid is spelt with aid. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: I am at Tim A. Richardson.
0: and I am
2: Just
1: do the thing if you don't have an idea where to go with instead.
0: I'm at Neil Diamond's biggest fan
1: <laughs> also known as also known as at
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tim Word.